0: Happy NBA Draft Lottery Eve. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. More importantly, happy NBA Draft Lottery 2023 Eve. Yes, tomorrow is the big day. All Spurs fans are anxiously waiting to see if the Spurs will win the lottery or worst case scenario, fall in the top three. We're going to be getting you ready for tomorrow's big event. I'm nervous. I'm <laughs> nervous right now. I know our guest is going to be nervous. And a lot, lot more. Yeah, we're going to be looking at Wimby. We're going to be talking about the draft risers, draft fallers, Any names to keep an eye on as tomorrow night uh, is, wow, it's already here. That's, that's insane. Hey, thanks for making lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts, on YouTube, Google Play, Ken's Five Plus app, so much more. Who is helping me today on Draft Lottery Eve? He is back, everybody. I had to go to him. Jack Thompson, San Antonio Sports star, very own. Co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. He is our Lockdown Spurs go-to guy for all things NBA draft, college players, and whatnot. Welcome back, Jack Thompson. By the way, did you like, Tondro, introducing your show today, your guest spot?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Demon Slayer has been probably my favorite anime for a while now, so pretty, pretty <laughs> dope.
0: Yeah, well, before this show gets off the rails right now, because everybody's here for Lottery Talk, make sure to follow Jack on Twitter, at Jack underscore Thompson 33. You want to do that right now. And again, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Uh, You know, Jack, it's here uh, tomorrow night. Uh, The big night. All Spurs fans will be glued to the TV. hoping the ping pong balls are going to fall their way. Hopefully 1997 all over again with Tim Duncan. Uh, you, You know, why don't we just get this out of the way first? Let's talk about Wimby. And I think by now everybody knows what he can do on the court, and, you know, freaking nature, generational player, all the labels. But I want to kind of a, do a little quick buy or sell with you regarding Wimby in case the Spurs do win the lottery tomorrow night. The first one I want to ask you are you buying or selling that it was a bad thing that he never made the leap to the top level basketball play, if you will, in Europe, the Euro League? He went to the highest level just in France. He never made the leap to, you know, your your Barcelona's, your Real Madrid's. You know, you saw Dirk Nowitzki do. I'm sorry, you know, Dirk Nowitzki did that, yeah, for sure. You know, Kristaps Porzingis, Luka Doncic do that. We never yeah. saw Wimby do that. Are, you, are is that a little bit of a concern for you?
1: Um, I wouldn't say it's much of a concern. I think it'll only be more of a. Transition into the NBA. Like, he'll, mm-hmm. it'll take a little bit more growing time, I would say, to get used to the physicality and, you know, the sheer athleticism of everybody else. But I don't think that really would lower his stock at all for me,
0: no. I guess I viewed it as we didn't get him to see a play against the best of the best, at least in his situation, that being overseas. You know, and the same knock of I guess you could say, for Scoot Henderson. You know, he was shut down early. With G League Ignite, he didn't get the experience of playing NCAA tournament type atmosphere. But with Wemby being the hands-down number one pick, I would have thought that he would have wanted to play against the best of the best overseas in Europe. You know, again Luca Doncha. He did that before he got drafted, and he mm-hmm. more than proved himself ready. Yeah. So let's just say tomorrow night the ping pong balls go the Spurs way, they win the lottery. You Are you kind of cautioning Spurs fans don't expect an immediate impact? Like day one, one second into his NBA career, it ain't going to happen like that probably, right? I think
1: offensively, I would lower my expectations from the highlights. It's not going to be near as easy for him. But defensively, with his sheer size and length, athleticism, his lateral movement, I think right away he can come in and be an elite shot blocker, rim protector, Guard a bunch of positions, you know, stuff like that. But offensively, I think there will definitely be a little bit of growing pains for him. No doubt about that.
0: Another kind of buy or sell question I want to get at you before we continue on here uh, with about Wimby is his offensive side. You brought it up in a great segue, by the way. You know, that being his three shot. We've seen the highlights. Oh my God, he's knocking down threes. Look at this left corner, right corner, up the middle. Look, he chased down a missed three for a dunk. He's knocking down threes. But we look at his numbers, statistically from the three line, it's below 30% currently. Buy or sell that perhaps we're kind of, you know, inflating what he can do beyond the arc.
1: Um, I mean, I guess I buy into that a little bit, but there are very few players that just come right into the league and are immediate, you know, knockdown shooters. So everybody has yeah. growing pains. You know, the length gets different. The spacing is different. A mm-hmm. whole lot of stuff. And I feel like that'll, the spacing will end up helping him because mm-hmm. in the NBA, unlike where he was playing, like he's the guy everyone's glued to him. Mm-hmm. There's other players on the court that you've got to pay attention to. So he might be more open for more threes. And, you know, he's seven four, You can't really yeah. guard his jump shot anyways. So... There will definitely be, you know, some room for improvement. And obviously he'll be living, breathing, eating, sleeping basketball more than he ever has in his entire life once he gets to the NBA. So he already has great form mechanics. Uh, We've seen that, you know, he can knock down really tough shots, catch and shoot and off the dribble. So. Yeah, there will be some growing pains, but I expect it to catch up, and eventually he'll be shooting it at a, a pretty decent clip, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Should the Spurs win the lottery? Look, I think by now there's no doubt you know, he is number one. Recently, Tony Parker spoke to French media and said flat out that he wants the Spurs to get Wimby and that he's hoping for some 1997 Tim Duncan luck. Uh, Fall the Spurs away. See, Tim, uh, you got Tony Parker pushing for it. You're pushing for it. I'm pushing for it. Spurs fans across the globe are pushing for it. So, yeah, he he definitely is the number one pick overall. We know his upside is just tremendous. Let's just have some fun here and say the Spurs do win the lottery tomorrow night. And it's day one, game one, regular season, not preseason or training camp for Wembeana. By when do you think we'll start seeing his impact with the silver and black about all-star break, perhaps all after all-star break or catching out at the end of the season when he finally gets it?
1: Well, it really, it really depends on what you define as impact because uh-huh. there's a whole lot you can do on the basketball court besides, you know, put the ball in the bucket. And I think in every other aspect, he's going to be able to come in and make an impact right away. He's seven, five, over eight foot, foot wingspan. So immediately he's going to come in and be the tallest dude in the NBA. So he's going to be able to block shots left and right. He's also super athletic. So weak side help is going to be phenomenal. He's a a good passer. You know, he comes from that European basketball style. So he knows how to share the rock and knows how to pass out of double teams and stuff like that. So I think everywhere besides scoring is going to be immediate. Now, it's hard to tell when he'll catch up to the way the NBA is mm-hmm. because the European game is so much different. It is a lot more physical. It is a lot more IQ oriented. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, all-star break is a good, as a good uh, benchmark for where maybe his, the offense will catch up to the rest of what he could do.
0: He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio sports star co-host of the Saturday morning hangover you can listen to that on san antonio sports star make sure to follow him on twitter at jack underscore thompson 33 and yeah it's draft lottery eve i am ready to go hey when we get back we're gonna talk about draft risers who is jack seen rising on the mock draft boards and much much more right here on Lockdown spurs I want to talk to you about price picks. They have a new $1 million daily Superflex promotion during the NBA playoffs and finals. Every day of the NBA playoffs and finals, one price pick user will win a chance to become a millionaire. One entry placed after 8am Eastern Standard Time will randomly be selected each day. Whoever placed that entry will be given a six picks flex with the following payouts. Six correct picks equals a million dollars. Five correct picks, 80,000. Four correct picks, 16,000. Full details can be found at pricepicks.com slash million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for the million-dollar entry. Once you opt in, all you got to do is play the game like normal. And you could be the next lucky winner. Hey, otherwise, you want to play prize picks. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. They offer projections on any sport that you watch, like NBA, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, disc golf, Eurobasket, MMA, and so much more. Entries can be many, 60 seconds or less. Super easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the prize Picks app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can get themselves a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code on. If you deposit $100, PricePix gives you $100. you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Bucks. Don't, for, enter, don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star, my go-to guy for everything, college basketball, NBA draft risers, mock draft, all that good stuff. Make sure to check him out on the Saturday morning hangover on San Antonio Sports Star. All right, Jack, uh, hopefully good. Uh, – I'm getting nervous. I- I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't think we've seen the city f- feel this vibe for a draft lottery in, in a while since Tim Duncan. Maybe a little bit with last year with Sohan, but yeah. Wow. City's a buzz. But with all Spurs fans kind of glued to mock draft boards, you're probably glued to it. You're probably talking about it on San Antonio Sports Star. Let's start off with the draft risers. Who are you seeing right now rise their stock in the draft?
1: Well, last episode we had, we definitely we talked about a couple guys. We talked about Taylor Hendrick from UCF. He's probably been the biggest draft riser overall. I mean, no one knows who he is. He's coming out of UFC, playing in, you know, uh, a much lower conference. Didn't get the national spotlight. But uh he's six nine combo forward. Um he recorded I see here uh thirty five dunks and three thirty five three pointers in the same season so obviously he can score from all three levels. But since we've gone over him a lot in the last one, we'll, we'll mix it up and go to some different ones. Uh, a couple more guys that I've seen rise a lot would be uh, Cam Whitmore from Villanova. He is a, a another, you know, six seven six eight forward. He's 19 years old. He was the MVP of the FIBA U18 tournament last year, Big East Rookie of the Year. His numbers don't really jump off the page as as far as like his uh points per game and stuff like that it's only around 13 but he shot 34% from behind the arc and uh he was 43% from three-pointers from the NBA distance when he backed mm-hmm. up a little bit so that's very intriguing. He's a super strong, super athletic forward that would really fit in with a lot of teams and I think him playing the three with Sohan playing the four would definitely be sort of a like a fire and ice type scenario. Definitely like Cam Whitmore a lot. Right. Another guy who's been rising a lot that I've seen is uh Kasen Wallace, point guard out of Kentucky. He um kind of translates to a Drew Holiday type guard, excellent defender, uh good shooter from behind the arc. And um, you know he he's just got a lot going for him. Very smart, very cerebral player, and he can play the one or the two. So that's definitely intriguing to a lot of teams. Let's see. After that, I mean, Jordan Hawkins. He made a huge name for himself in the tournament. Elite knockdown shooter. I think he'll get right. a lot of buzz going into it. And uh, that's really the the biggest risers the biggest I've ones, really yeah. seen. Yeah, in the in the latest mock drafts, because it used to be like going back to Casein Wallace, like Nick Smith, Keontae George, Anthony Black right. were all definitely higher rated than Casein Wallace. But I've seen a lot recently that he's jumping up ahead of those guys. And um, Cam Whitmore, he was looking like a lower lottery pick in the beginning when all everyone started making their mock drafts. But as people have dove into more analytics and stuff, he's jumped up to more of a mid mid lottery guy, that five, mm-hmm. six, seven area. So I think those would be the uh the biggest risers I was, I've seen lately.
0: All those guys are projected top ten, correct?
1: Yeah, those are all projected okay. top ten, except okay. maybe Jordan Hawkins. He he might fall out of the top ten, but he'll he'll be, you know, in that ten to, you know, fifteen range if he doesn't get picked earlier.
0: Yeah. You know, with the NBA, also the, the, you know, the combine right around the corner too, I think it starts today. Um, you know, we know Wemby's not going to play, it's, you know, it's because his season is still ongoing, but you're going to see Scoot Henderson out there. Cam Whitmore, you know, the Eamon and Allstar Thompson, the brothers together. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you suspect those draft kind of top 10 locks to have a short stint at the combine?
1: Yeah, most likely. I think it's most important for the Thompson twins to get the most time out there in the Mm -hmm. five-on-five out of all the people we've seen because I just don't know about the OTE league, the overtime elite. It's just hard to tell at what level they're playing it. Obviously, they're all super talented high school age guys, but it's just it's hard to tell what the intensity is really like for them. So I would like to see them, you know, go out and shine against the guys that they're trying to be drafted before and around. I think it's Mm -hmm. most important for them.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to be glued to the uh, combine, you know, once it gets going, I got to keep, keep an eye on that. But I look at guys like you mentioned the overtime elite and I'm right there with you, you know, you know, the Spurs kind of have a taste of it already with Dominic Barlow, and yeah, he he's an the only elite. guy in the league yeah.
1: from from elite. League. He's barely played.
0: Yeah, and he's barely played, so we don't really have a gauge yet. You know, you look at you know that situation. The Spurs are willing to at least tap into that, put their toes in the water, so to speak, with an overtime elite guy. And Barlow shows flashes, but he's definitely still raw. I, I think this is going to be interesting. The Spurs are, I think, worst-case scenario, number seven. And that's the worst possible spot they can land. Yeah. Uh, are you saying some of the names that you saw rising, if they're at seven, would you classify them as short-term or long-term projects?
1: Um, I think kind of in the middle. I think we would see a rise out of them, like we saw mm-hmm. from – from Jeremy like it might be a little rough in the beginning but Mm -hmm. once that NBA NBA confidence level kind of rises to where you know he they uh are you know just more confident in their game and playing Mm -hmm. in the NBA I think that all those players after you know Wimby and Scoot can really make a difference at the next level
0: he is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star follow him on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson 33 if you got questions about tomorrow tomorrow's draft lottery or just the draft itself let him know and just uh, send him a message that you want to get his opinion on tomorrow's draft lottery or the nba draft when we get back we're going to be looking at the draft fallers (laughs) which names uh should the spurs kind of be leery about and also kind of other names that jack wants to throw out there that could be on the spurs radar and much much more right here on locked on spurs i would have waited an eternity for this it's over prime. Hey San Antonio, you stay up late last night, catching the end of a game, or perhaps you need a big pick-me-up, or you're just anxious about tonight's draft lottery, then you look no further than Mustlinger's Drive Through Coffee right now. Mustlingers is locally owned an independent coffee shop and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. due to fast and friendly so you get off your day. you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, red bull, lightning infused bolt. Yeah, you heard that right. A Red Bull infused lightning bolt drink. I recommend adding strawberry to that then you got to check out Mudslingers. They have drinks for every taste, including the Nostalgia Vibes. Thanks to yours truly, there's something on the menu. If not, then ask for it. Ask for the O-G-O-J. So if you remember the times at Ingram Park Mall, Windsor Park Mall, South Park Mall, and getting yourself an Orange Julius, then just vibing in the mall, get it right now. Mudslingers brought the drink back, and it's called the O-G-O-J named by yours truly. They have a wide selection of dairy alternatives as well, low calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who wanna take it easy. If you wanna to go to Mudslingers drive Through coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive near 281 to 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, at Mudslingers STX, all one word. Again, ask for the O-G-O-J. I help inspire that, and Mudslinger's made it. It's there for you right now, so get those nostalgia vibes back. Life is too short for bland coffee. Nobody summons Megatron. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Jack Thompson. He is our go-to guy all things college basketball, NBA draft, draft lottery. Follow him on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson 33, and check out his show. He is co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. So get this, Jack. You're helping me out on draft lottery eve your co-host Pleasure, he's helping me out on draft lottery night as soon as that ping pong ball rises so you got saturday morning representing right here
1: love that i mean <laughs> not to treat our own horns but <laughs> definitely know the most about hoops at the at the star there's no doubt about that
0: oh i hope i hope jimenez hears this so he can he can put out something so ridiculous that he just gets grilled so bad your boy I mean, man he's been getting like just an- Everyday
1: occurrence for him.
0: (laughs) I heard Lonnie Walker is his son. (laughs) And then comes out of the name.
1: Yep, and then you go back into his tweets, and he's roasted Lonnie a few times. So he's very back and forth over that line.
0: Did you hear his nickname that fans give him? uh, They call him the (laughs) Chancla?
1: I did not hear that, but that's hilarious.
0: For those y'all who do not speak Spanish, uh, is just Spanish for uh, flip flop sandals, and so yeah, they call him in as the flip flopper. But anyway, back to the NBA draft lottery. So we talked about some of the draft risers. Let's talk about some of the draft fallers. What names have you seen that are kind of been on shaky ground? Perhaps, you know, rumblings that they may go back to college or withdraw. You know, what what are you seeing out there?
1: Well, I think right now everyone's pretty locked in it's hard to tell who's gonna withdraw until you know after the combine and these guys kind of get their feedback mm-hmm. but some of the biggest fallers i've seen as of late which is kind of shocking because they were highly touted just a few few weeks ago rather than you know even before that is a uh, nick smith it's probably the biggest faller i've seen in a lot of drafts oh, wow. he yeah. was re- re- Uh, regarded as probably the best guard in this class, but he really struggled to stay healthy and really wasn't efficient at his season Mm -hmm. at Arkansas. So maybe with a clean slate, you know, he's free of all his injuries, back healthy, he can come back and be the kind of guy that everyone thought he was. But before Mm -hmm. he was a lottery lock, like top 10 lock, no doubt about it. But now I'm seeing him, you know, as low as, you know, 18 in some drafts.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So he's probably the biggest baller I've seen. Um, Keontae George, another guard, super, super talented freshman coming out of Baylor. Another guy that appeared to be a top 10 lock, but I've seen him fall out of some lotteries and some drafts. Um, Oscar Thompson, I mean, he's definitely not falling out of the lottery, but Mm -hmm. before it was looking like he was, you know, top five easy. Now I'm seeing him, you know, in the back end of the lottery kind of like that 8 to t- yeah. 7 to 10 range somewhere in there. Yeah. But I mean that's that's not a huge drop off. Um some more fallers I would say hmm I think while he might be low rated as of right now and might fall a little bit, I definitely disagree with what I'm seeing in draft right. dra- mm-hmm. uh, mock drafts and it's the uh, Guard Jalen Hood, Shafino, out of Indiana, 6'6", point guard, Mm -hmm. 14 points, four rebounds, four assists per game. I think the only thing that's holding him back is he – I'm seeing that he's only shot eight for 36 on three-pointers from the NBA distance. So that's definitely what's, what's holding him back from being that, you know, lottery lock, I would say. But if -hmm. if he can get that going, he could end up being the best guard in this class. He's such a cerebral floor general type uh, player. And another actually um, big um, uh, faller that I'm seeing is Jet Howard, John Mm -hmm. Howard's son out of uh, Michigan. During Mm -hmm. the season, he was blowing up, scoring a bunch of points. And uh, he was really rising in a lot of mock drafts. But now people have gone down to, like, the nitty-gritty, looking at everything. He's fallen – like, I've seen him fall out of the first round. Sometimes oh, wow. he's a, a really late mm-hmm. late first-round pick. So he's probably the biggest follower that I've seen would be Dr- Jet Howard. But he does have a very translatable skill set. He's a very elite scoring guard. And if he can just kind of get – his defense and his shot taking, he takes a lot of really tough shots uh, in control. Then I think he can still have a a pretty solid NBA career.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the Spurs, uh, you know, have worked out a few guys already. Uh, There was, I think his name was Angler out of Baylor, a guard. Uh, There's a report out there that he met with the Spurs already. Yeah, yeah, Zach Flagler. Thank you. He worked out with the Spurs and you have most recent, is the Kansas State's uh, forward uh, Naquan Tomlin? He worked out with mm-hmm. the Spurs already. Uh, he's intriguing.
1: The,
0: um... Oh yeah, well, I was going to ask do you a lot hmm. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you see out of him?
1: Well, he's a six eight forward that can really do a lot of little things. Uh, really well, or six yeah six ten forward can really do a lot of things. You know, not, he's not particularly great at anything, but he can handle the rock. He can shoot it a little bit. He's mm-hmm. got some low post games, some mid-post game, Solid defender at 6'10", can guard, you know, like three through five probably if he puts on some weight to guard those mm-hmm. five. So he's definitely an intriguing sort of more of a long-term prospect, I would say. But at 6'10", his mobility and the way he can handle the ball and score it from all three levels is definitely intriguing for teams that have the time to uh, sort of build up a prospect rather than need one to come out the gate and help them mm-hmm. right away.
0: So I got to ask you, uh, Jack, how many candles are you lighting right now? How many uh, lucky rabbits what you have hanging all across your? Oh man,
1: right I'm lighting a fire code amount of candles <laughs> so that we can get with you.
0: Okay. Okay. Like, okay. I'm going to have fun with you right now. Okay. So the ping pong balls go up tomorrow night and you see, I'm going to get your reaction, random reaction. Spurs are going to be picking at number four. How are you going to react?
1: I mean, I'll definitely be upset because we're not getting yeah. what we had that horrible season for, which is the number <laughs> one pick. But once the you know the nerves and the yeah. anger settles a little <laughs> bit, the anger, it won't be the end of the world because there are still a lot of players in mm-hmm. the draft that can you know, evolve into something really great. And we just kind of have to continue to trust the process, but definitely got to be ready for a season next year. That is not far off from right. what we had this year.
0: If the Spurs don't win tomorrow night's lottery, I'm blaming the mural that went up in San Antonio of Wimby. <laughs> yeah. I think that jinxed it. Yeah. A little that j- too you-
1: early for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised for fans to go over there and just like kick it down. Like, what were you thinking? Lord, you don't put this up. You don't mess with the basketball. Luck gods. But yeah, mm-hmm. it should be a, a great, great night. And I am sure once the dust settles uh, this upcoming Saturday on the Saturday morning hangover, Jack, you guys will be talking all about the draft lottery and so much more. What you got cooking at the uh, Saturday morning hangover?
1: Well, I mean, that's definitely going to be the, the talk of the town right there. It will be who the Spurs get, who we think the Spurs are going to get, where they land, um, and yeah. just kind of like uh, just projecting what the season could look like with different players that we could potentially draft in different fits. And we also have a, a boatload of money to kind of throw out this season. That's true. So
0: that is true.
1: We'll probably be talking about that, potential free agent signings. Well, we're going to go over it all. There's no doubt about that. We're going to dive deep into the Spurs.
0: Let me get your thoughts on this. Let's just say the Spurs win the lottery, get Wimby. You know, done and done. You expect maybe free agents to start coming to San Antonio because of Wimby?
1: Oh yes, most definitely. Players are going to want to play with him because we're going to go from you know. I think we had one prime time game this last season.
0: Yep, just one. If
1: we if we land Wimby, it's going to Multiply by 100%. Like everyone across the nation is going to want to see Wendy play, and that's going to in turn, like, who doesn't, what NBA player doesn't want to play in primetime games? Who doesn't want to play with the greatest prospect anyone has ever seen? Like, that's going to be a huge influx of eyes and talent to the Spurs. There's, There's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, there was a report recently that I think something like Wimby will bring half a billion dollars to any yeah, franchise. Yeah, that's what value. Woj said. Yeah. yeah. A
1: couple of months ago, Woj said that whatever team lands Wimby, that's going to be an influx of $500 million into that. Good
0: Lord. Good Lord. He'll be the
1: number one selling jersey. He'll be everybody's favorite player. It's going to be huge for whoever we can get him. And that'll immediately turn San Antonio back into the, you know, the biggest small market team that we were. You know, for the past 20 years, up until probably the past four, that all eyes will be back on us like they were before.
0: And the draft lottery is tomorrow night. Spurs have 14% chance at winning it all. Hopefully that 14% chance will happen. And the Spurs are the last team standing tomorrow night. Thank you once again to Jack Thompson. Appreciate you as always. Yes, I got to catch up on Demon Slayer. Jack and I were talking about that before we hit record and apparently i goofed up but kind of sort of not really jack was helping me out i didn't know that the train uh arc was a movie i think i got jack you try to tell me that i got dupe netflix just broke it up it's, into a season right something like that yeah it,
1: that's basically what it is yeah the movie yeah. train arc is basically the uh the second season of demon slayer right. but when yeah. like the episodes come out it's
0: broken up yeah 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 but I, I saw the movie technically so now i am caught up now i can go into the next uh season as well and once it's again we were also dude. yeah i know i heard i heard i i cannot wait but once again make sure to follow jack on twitter at jack underscore thompson 33 talk to him about tonight's or tomorrow night's draft lottery and so much more and check out his show saturday morning hangover and on the San Antonio Sports Star. So for Jack Thompson, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <music>